0: You're listening to The Parking Podcast. Views and opinions are my own. Hey there, this is Brian Wolf with Parker Technology, a sponsor for The Parking Podcast. Parker Technology is the customer experience solution of choice for the parking industry. Our solution puts a virtual ambassador in every lane to help parking guests pay and get on their way in under a minute. Whether you utilize our customer service team or your team in conjunction with our software platform, or a combination of both, we help you capture revenue, provide better customer service, enable your staff to focus on higher priority tasks, and most importantly, keep your traffic moving. With the Parker Technology solution, you'll also enjoy real-time access to call data and recordings. Learn more at parkertechnology.com forward slash parking podcast and subscribe to our podcast, Harder Than It Looks, Parking Uncovered. Welcome back to another episode of the Parking Podcast. With us today is Tom Woznick, Parking Services Manager for the City of Milwaukee. How are you doing today? I'm great, Isaiah. How about yourself? I'm good. I realized my whole life I've always misspelled the word sandwich and Milwaukee. I always struggle spelling Milwaukee, but thankfully, uh, preparing for this interview, I, I think I have self-corrected my my previous uh, uh, errors in spelling Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, checked out your resume, and it appears you have uh, you have the monopoly on Wisconsin parking operations. You you work for City of Milwaukee. You previously worked at City of Madison, UW-Madison, Dane County Regional Airport. So is there uh, any part of Wisconsin that you aren't the resident expert on?
1: No, Isaiah, I don't think so. I'm very familiar with all things Wisconsin. I'm a very proud Wisconsinite, born and bred in Wisconsin, grew up in Fond du Lac, went to school at University of Wisconsin-Madison, so I'm a badger, very proud badger. And then I've been fortunate enough to work at the locations you've referenced, so both the city of Madison and the city of Milwaukee now, that's the only second-class and only first-class city in the state of Wisconsin. Dane County Regional Airport, which is the second largest airport in the state of Wisconsin, and the flagship university, which is University of Wisconsin-Madison. I'm quite familiar with Wisconsin state statutes, the traffic code. I've been part of enacting two statutes at the state level, and I've helped author dozens of ordinance changes, both in the city of Madison and the city of Milwaukee. Wow, that's amazing. I, uh, I'm a big fan of
0: um crossfit and i'm not sure if you're familiar with that but they have the crossfit Games, which is like a big championship week-long series and it's held at uh, held in madison every year have you are you familiar with that did you have anything to do with parking while, while that was there
1: yeah very familiar with that and that's a really cool special event that's kind of on an off-site location that isn't specific to the city of madison's operations but it's a really neat event and Those types of events are really wonderful for cities like Madison and Milwaukee to bring people from all over the country and many times all over the world for fitness and sports events. We're really proud to host things like that.
0: Yeah, great event. And everyone speaks so highly of it. And I'm assuming, does it go without saying that you're also a Green Bay Packer fan?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm a huge sports fan, huge Packers fan, Brewers fan, Badgers fan, Bucks fan. What was that? Game six for the? NBA Finals. Very blessed to be there. So I'm all oh, things wow. sports, all things Wisconsin. I love our Wisconsin sports teams. That's great. I am a proud owner of the Green Bay Packers. I I bought the uh,
0: the one stock, you know, sell that they do. Um, nice. As, as like a humble brag. I'm not a huge fan. I'm a Detroit Lions fan, but I thought that was fun. To, my brother-in-law's a a Packer fan, but. Uh, Wow, let's get let's get down to business. So now you're with the City of Milwaukee. You're the parking service manager. Yeah, tell us what about your you know what's this parking operation like?
1: Yes, yeah, so I serve as the parking services manager for the City of Milwaukee. I've been here just over 9 years now. Our parking operation is quite comprehensive. We I oversee all our parking enforcement operations. We have 62 parking enforcement officers. About another 20 or so management and administrative team, we perform all the enforcement throughout the entirety of the city of Milwaukee. That's all regulations, including a night parking program, which it requires a permit during the night parking hours from 2 to 6 a.m, all residential parking, all daytime regulations and residential permits during the day, and then all metered parking and any other regulations throughout the city. We oversee all towing operations via contracts with multiple vendors to tow. We perform about twenty to 30,000 tows annually for all sorts of reasons, including tows for the police department. We own five parking structures, so we uh, have oversight over that. And then we also have a uh, about 40 or so surface lots throughout the city of Milwaukee many serve valuable locations for use near libraries or other locations. Some are metered and some are just remnants of the past near locations where there used to be a surface lot where we took it over and then we managed that as part of our operations. So we're really happy to run and manage the parking services department. And what's been so wonderful about the transformation of parking since I've been in the industry for about 17 years and what has happened here in the city of Milwaukee is it's morphed into really being part of the ecosystem of the transportation system. And that is how we've evolved as well. So we also have oversight over the Milwaukee streetcar, which is called the hop in terms of its budgetary oversight and that's within our transportation system. We used to just be a parking system, and now our parking is part of our transportation system. So it really is wonderful to see how things have changed and continue to evolve and become about mobility and transportation and access and all the things that make it wonderful to come and visit our cities and parking is just a component of that. It's how vehicles move around, it's how goods move around, and it's how we are part of that system.
0: Wow. And 62, did I hear that right? 62 62. parking enforcement
1: officers? Yep. 62 full-time parking enforcement officers, and then about anywhere from a dozen or so management staff that lead them, supervisors and managers, and then about another half dozen or so administrative staff that do all the valuable, important paperwork wow. and logistics.
0: What about uh, like how many on street spaces
1: or meters? Do you have an idea
0: on, on that?
1: Yeah. So 6,200 metered spaces, and then literally tens of thousands of spaces throughout the city. We're very proud that we're probably one of the few cities in the country that has a parking regulation all the time throughout the city because we have night parking regulations, we have daytime parking regulations. So all of our spaces have some sort of regulation at some time during the day. All vehicles must move via ordinance either every 24 or every 48 hours. So we're always enforcing, we're always activating compliance throughout the city holistically to make sure that people are addressing their vehicles, moving it. And uh, it makes our system safer. It keeps our streets cleaner. And it prioritizes the fact that that's not an asset that you can just sit on the street and not move it.
0: Mm. it what's the uh, night permit, the, the reasoning behind that? like What's, how, what's the value in that?
1: Yeah, so that's one component of it. I would describe it as a comprehensive citywide program. So, parking services is within DPW, Department of Public Works Operations, the city of Milwaukee. And that is collectively a combination of departments, which include forestry and sanitation and fleet and parking services. And, parking services component of that is to help keep our streets clear. So, our operations, are sanitation folks, they remove the leaves. There's DNR requirements that require yeah. us to keep the streets clean. The forestry department, of course, takes care of the trees. And then we remove snow and ice, and we're part of that operation. So the residential parking program, which is a night parking program overnight, requires vehicles move every either day or two days. And that makes sure that vehicles are constantly moving, that they're not abandoned, that we can identify stolen vehicles whenever we find them on the street. And it really helps keep our streets clean and clear so it can be used by all. Yeah, I love that. And what's the enforcement technologies look like? Yeah, so we use, a again, a comprehensive license plate recognition system, LPR system. We have started that in 2014 when our state statutes changed and we were allowed to begin using LPR equipment. So is, all, that, is that one of the, oh, sorry to is that one of the state statutes that you helped with? Uh, that was right when I started here. So I didn't help out with that one, but I helped with a couple afterwards. Uh, okay. Yep. And that did allow us to have LPR. At that point, the city of Milwaukee then purchased LPR equipment. For the next three to four years, we equipped all of our Jeeps and vehicles with full LPR. And 20 of those 50 or so vehicles have overtime kits and overtime cameras, which time time the vehicles parked. So we use a comprehensive LPR system. We use it for all purposes. We take pictures of all vehicles. We document everything. For everything that's timed, we use those overtime kits so we can document when it was parked and we have evidence of the vehicle's tire stems and the location where it's parked. We post all of the pictures electronically with the citations online so our customers can see them. We're very transparent. We want the public to be aware of the violations and we want compliance. Oh, I love that. Um, That was a game changer because I've been in this industry quite a while
0: now 17 years and I've had disputes before photos and then after and it was just so nice to say you know when someone say I had my handicap placard on the dashboard you guys are blind and and then I could say you know here's a here's pictures of your dashboard there's no handicap placards and then being able to Then move on when the industry started putting them on the tickets or on the dispute system, and it just—I think—it's transparency is key, especially in a municipal position. So I really like how you guys are doing that. What about the garages? You—you mentioned five garages. Are these part of your your duties? And is are these automated cashiered kind of? What's the what's the garage? Uh, Are you doing bucks games or like what's the what's the uh, what keeps those garages humming?
1: Yeah, we have three downtown garages that we manage and have oversight. They are run by an operator via contract for those services. They're in the core of the downtown. A fourth one is at the next to the Pfizer Forum, which is where the Bucks play and Marquette plays and all sorts of other Milwaukee-based teams and throughout Wisconsin and activities and events throughout the year. So that's called the Fifth Street parking structure that has about 1,200 spaces. We have, through a development agreement, the BUCKS, uh, which is the Deer District, manages and oversees a different contract via the operations. And then we have another structure that's part of a development agreement for Johnson Controls, which is a security company based in Milwaukee. So we really use our assets and those parking structures to to provide valuable parking options, access and mobility options for users, for the public, so they can come and utilize our downtown and encourage them to come and use the downtown for all sorts of events, for all sorts of things we want them to come there for, including Bucks games and all the events that they can come and use. The downtown, primarily our structures are all around the downtown, and then we've got a variety of other assets throughout the city and other commercial areas and business districts to really activate and encourage use in many different areas that we want people. We want to welcome people and welcome vehicles and users of all kinds and types.
0: Oh, very nice. And uh, we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our platinum sponsors. This episode is brought to you by 11X. Take control of your parking with Exact Park, a smart parking solution that provides real-time occupancy monitoring at the stall level and powerful data insights. Exact Park enables drivers to quickly and easily find available parking while helping organizations balance their parking space use, better manage the curbside, reduce congestion, and offer optimized programs and policies for a better parking experience for all. Learn more at 11-x.com. One reason I reached out to you was the Uniquely Milwaukee radio special with one of your PEOs, Eldritch Hill. I thought it was wonderful. I listened to all of it. It was great to get a behind the curtain uh, look at the life of a PO. I thought Eldritch just knocked out of the park. You know, He he kind of provided a look at the human element behind parking enforcement. He talked about empathy, uh, the importance of parking, safety. You talked about it with your night enforcement, the cleanliness, safety turnover, all that. So a lot of great sound bites in that interview. But yeah, how did this opportunity come about? And uh, I know sometimes parking can be like, uh, let's stay away from the news, keep them out of the spotlight. And I love the decision to to show that human element and, and move forward with that. But uh, talk, talk about that, uh, that radio program.
1: Yeah. So it was really neat how it evolved. Our communications director had a outreach. And then I had one directly from Radio Milwaukee. And basically, they run a series of blips and broadcasts that they were speaking to different types of professions. And the host wondered about a parking enforcement officer. And it turned out she had recently received a parking citation. So she was curious what the life of a parking enforcement officer was about and what was the process, and what was the value of the position and the job. So she reached out to me. I let her know we'd be happy to do that. We'd love to share that information because a lot of people ask us about that, but they don't really know how it works to be a parking officer, parking enforcement officer, or part of our parking enforcement staff. And it would really be helpful for the public to better understand that We serve the public. We enforce rules and ordinances that are laws, and we want compliance. We want them to abide by the rules. We want them to pay or abide by whatever time restrictions, and we want them to understand the value of why those exist in the first place. So they asked us to come over for an interview. So Eldritch and I both went along. We interviewed both in the in their shop, uh, where they hosted the interview the process studio yep. in the studio. Yep. Thank you. And then we also went out, Aldrich went out with the host and did a field trip basically. So he took her out in the vehicle in one of our fully electric vehicles. He showed her some of the enforcement protocols, including using the time overtime kits, He explained a typical day in the life of what he did when he was a parking enforcement officer, and it really helped give her an insight and an idea into the real life of what a parking enforcement officer does and what their value is and how they help. And I think it really was neat and insightful. happens that in the last couple months, Aldrich Hill has become our parking enforcement manager. So uh, he is a great asset to the city of Milwaukee. He's been a parking enforcement officer for several years and now he gets to lead that division.
0: Oh, that's great. So he got a he's got a promotion in recent weeks. That's that's a great story. Wow. Yep. Wow. And it's exciting. Yeah, I and mean, have you gotten any feedback from people in the industry or people in Milwaukee or maybe an angry customer that listened and I don't know, have you gotten any interesting
1: feedback? Uh, we did hear some good things. I got some comments uh, via LinkedIn and other places. And then I heard some neat input from uh, colleagues of mine and trusted uh, caps uh, throughout the years that I've been become acquainted to that really like the story. Like you mentioned, it's neat to see the real world behind the scenes of what a parking enforcement officer is and how they value service and how they want to help the community and what they look at the job as. And it's so different from the negativity that you that you typically hear in the public, even in the media or from people who might receive a citation. They just don't understand the value because they I don't think I've ever really met or talked to somebody who can help them comprehend the value and why we do what we do,
0: yeah, well said. and and we we've, we've talked about, you know, on LinkedIn or other times, just about we we both have a love for parking enforcement. That's where I started my job as parking enforcement supervisor. I've worked my whole career with either in municipal or uh, enforcement or putting in paid parking. so it's important to me and I know you had some ideas for like certifications for frontline parking enforcement and just, uh, I don't know, just talk about some of your ideas or appreciation for uh, parking enforcement.
1: Yeah, I love parking enforcement as well. It's been critical to how we serve the city of Milwaukee, how we encourage compliance. I have been speaking with IPMI leadership recently, including what is going to be a micro credential for a parking enforcement compliance officer enforcement officer so the industry can look forward to that uh, they've been working on it for a couple years it sounds like since covid and I'll be happy to be part of that and be a champion of that because I do feel like the industry really needs to acknowledge the fact that the frontline staff that does the real day-to-day work in the field has something to show their value of the profession, they really do the real work. They help the customers. They know all the rules. They use the technology every day. They administer all the laws, the statutes, the ordinances, and they do all the work that we're so proud that they do to serve our communities, and it really will be neat to see them be able to get more tools and resources. I'm so grateful, and I know you are too, to have been part of the CAP program and to have that continue to be part of my professional career. And I've learned so much from that. And I continue to learn so much from that. And I think our parking enforcement officers and parking enforcement officers and compliance officers throughout the country and throughout the world can look forward to having more tools, more assets to make them feel more valuable and give them Resources that can help them in their career. I have done some work in Florida, and Florida requires anyone who issues
0: a parking, a municipal parking ticket, must be certified. It's called Parking Enforcement Specialist, so PES training. They actually call it PEST. And I attended it just to, you know, in case I ever wanted to issue parking tickets and to learn more. And I just thought, What a wonderful idea. And it was such a valuable training to ensure they have to pass an exam. That sure, every municipal code is different, but there's so many state laws and rules pertaining to parking and transportation. And they go over other things, you know, vehicle safety and customer service and all that. And I just, I would love to see more states do that. Or as you talked about, having um, some of the parking associations like IPMI, I'm glad to see them doing a micro credential because we've been lucky enough, Tom United, to go through CAP and some of the training that some of the great stuff we offer professionals. But, you know, we we know that the frontline staff is the one, they're the face of parking. That's who the public encounters. That's that's um, you know, those are the ones that we've got to do a better job of empowering, training, investing in. And I love how, like Eldritch, for example, was a supervisor, is now a manager. So there's, you know, career path as, as well for those that are interested in that. So so well done, and I can't wait to see this micro credential take off. So yeah, how can uh, listeners follow along or you know learn more about all the cool things going on with the uh, City of Milwaukee uh, Parking and Transportation Division?
1: Yeah, they can always check out our website. Uh, we love to share all the information with everyone and our inf- rules, regulations, anything and everything parking. Our website is www.milwaukee.gov backslash parking. So it's simple and easy to remember. All our rules, website information is there. It's also part of just the City of, Mwa- City of Milwaukee's website. So if people want to learn more about the city of Milwaukee and how we work and what a wonderful place it is to be and work and uh, come visit us, we have the Republican National Convention coming up this summer, July 15th to 18th. We're going to host our first IPMI conference, the next one, 2026 downtown. So we're really looking forward to that. We've got a lot of wonderful places to visit, bars, restaurants, amazing. Locations not only sports venues like the Bucks and the Brewers and the Badgers in Madison and Milwaukee and all over the place. Our Summerfest grounds where we host you know some of the greatest concerts every summer. Uh, uh, venues and concerts and throughout anywhere you can go. It's just such an exciting place to be and so much fun. Uh, the summers and the springs are wonderful and. We certainly get our share of the cold in the winter time, but we like our four seasons and uh, we acclimate and uh, we love it. And it's just really exciting and fun to be part of. So we really want to welcome and encourage anyone to come and visit us.
0: Oh, man, I'm so excited that IPMI will be there because that's one of the uh, big cities that I haven't been to. So I'm excited to visit Milwaukee in 2026 and hopefully they're doing some tours of some of the programs you have going on. And uh, I can't wait to uh, visit the city. And I will put a link to the parking department in the show notes and a link to the uh, radio broadcast. You're definitely going to want to check that out. So Tom, in closing, when you are not helping with parking and transportation in city Milwaukee, what do you like to do for fun?
1: I'm a huge sports fan and I'm a huge family man. So I've got two beautiful daughters and a beautiful wife. They're 12 and seven. Their names are Chloe and Isabella. Chloe's a huge volleyball player. I help coach her club volleyball team and her school volleyball team. So we're in that right now. We practice twice a week. We play tournaments almost every weekend, including one this coming weekend. And then my youngest Isabella plays all sorts of sports, including a club softball team, fast pitch softball. So she's starting a club team this spring and I help coach that team as well. So I spend most of my nights coaching youth sports. I absolutely love that. I've played sports my whole life. I love what sports represents and how it can teach kids and adults and everyone all the many values about life and how we learn and how we adjust and how we deal with adversity and how we recognize both success and failure and how we grow and improve from that. And so that's something that I love. I love going places with my family. We go on vacations when we can. We like to drive around, go on road trips. My wife's from the Philippines. So we've been to the Philippines a few times over the last 15 years since we got married. So we like to visit her family when we can have a lot of close friends and family throughout the industry and just in general. So just really love to enjoy life, enjoy sports, enjoy my family, and just enjoy, uh, having fun. And I feel very blessed, uh, to have such a wonderful life and to be part of such a wonderful industry as parking and mobility.
0: Wow. That's kind of it better. And I'm, uh, what a busy, uh, Period, you are in with uh, volleyball tournaments every weekend and uh, parking. And I know that life really well. So, uh, and c- couldn't have said it better about sports, uh, sports myself. So, uh, man, Tom, thank you so much for giving up your time to uh, join the podcast and share with our listeners about some of the cool things you're doing with the parking enforcement and the outreach to uh, to, to um, further show the the other side of parking and. And to invest in your employees by putting them on the show. And um, I don't know. I just think it's, it's really cool. And I hope our listeners can check that out. But thanks for joining the podcast.
1: Have a great week. Thanks, Isaiah. Appreciate the time. Appreciate the opportunity. You have a great week as well.
0: This episode is brought to you by Parking Merchant Processing, PMP, your trusted partner in credit card processing and merchant services. Learn why parking companies and operations are switching over to PMP to save money, gain further transparency on processing, and even receive a referral bonus. Learn more at ParkingMerchantProcessing.com. This episode is brought to you by PAVE Mobility. PAVE Mobility is the leader in automated parking enforcement. PAVE installs fixed LPR cameras at no charge to you or your operation. PAVE then captures parkers who did not make a payment or are not on a credential list and sends them a notice in the mail. Learn why so many asset owners and operators are switching over to PAVE at pavemobility.com, or you can just message me. I'd love to get involved and personally help with your account. All right, Tom. One reason I reached out to you was the uniquely... Oh man, I'm going to struggle with this word. Hold on. One reason I reached out to you was the uniquely... Uniquely? Am I saying that right? Uniquely? Yep, you got it. <laughs> okay. Just like misspelling Milwaukee. All right, I'll start all over. I'll edit all that out.